Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Whew. I'm praying a lot for pastor to come back fast. <laughs> it was an, it was an, uh, it was a wonderful week. The last week, and like Daniel shared, three things they accept Jesus in their heart. It was, it was incredible. All the work, all the thing. When you see that. You know it's worth it. You know it's so we we are so glad and for your prayers for your support. I know many of you was uh, donating and offering food and uh, we eat a lot. Huh? No, Daniel, we eat a lot. And uh, uh, like Daniel say, we we thank God for the team who was helping us to all this week. But I wanna I wanna help uh, personally to Daniel. He's a great, he's a great leader, a great man of God, and I know God had great things for his life. And he he preached every every day, and it was amazing to see how the Lord was talking to our heart first, and after that to the teen. So, thank you for Daniel, and pray for Heather Bunia. She's not here. She's not here now. She's in, in the hospital. Uh, Friday after the bonfire, she. She was feeling bad, and now he's in the, she's in the hospital. Uh, I would say this. this she is deshydrated. <laughs> okay, something like that. Something where well, you understand. No? So pray for her, <laughs> and, uh, and we are so glad to, to enjoy. Well, let's pray, and after that, we want to share the scripture this morning. Like you know, I'm Lucio Gallo from Argentina, Missionary in Argentina, pray for for our return to Argentina. Hopefully, we are praying for that and before Thanksgiving. So pray for that. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity to open your book, your, the Bible, Lord. Thank you uh, because we can read and we can understand and, and we can change our life and help us to. To understand your word, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity. Bless the pastor, Lord. He do a lot of stuff here in the church, Lord. And, and we pray for him. It's an awesome pastor. And we miss him. And, and Lord, please talk to our heart. We want to hear your voice. Use my mouth. And I wanna, we want to hear your voice. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And this morning, I want to talk about the finish line. Oh, perfect. Yeah, the finish line. Uh, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 through 14, we will see the finish line. The Apostle Paul sent this letter to this brother, this church uh, in Philippi. Uh, they were a, a, a youngest church, but it was a strong church. Like you know, they were supporting the Apostle Paul, sending offering. And he sent this letter to them to encourage them uh, the Apostle Paul was in, in, in the jail, and in the middle of the jail, he sent this beautiful letter. It's an a encouraged letter talking about the joy of the Lord. And in chapter 3, he will talk about how we can run with joy in this uh, race and how we can finish the, the race. Uh, let's read with me, please, in verse 14, chapter 3, verse 14. I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ, in Christ Jesus. 
I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Uh, the word here, press, it's pursue, it's chase, it's go, it's uh, go and hurry. Uh, and Paul say, keep pressing on, keep pressing on. Uh, uh, something we need to understand, the Christian life is like a race. Uh, but it's not like a hundred meter race. It's not about how fast you can run. Uh, it's about uh, how uh, faithful you can keep in this Race. It's more like a, like a marathon. And Paul would say, keep pressing on for the prize. Uh, run for the prize. And what is that prize? Uh, that prize is one day we will see the Lord face to face. That's our prize. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, uh, using the same analogy about the race, Paul say, know ye not, that they which run in the race run all, but one receive the prize. So run that ye may obtain. Run, run. It's not a 100-meter race. It's a marathon. And I don't know if you had the opportunity to, to race a marathon, to run in a marathon. Uh, somebody run a marathon one day or no? Only, uh, only, only one. Okay, the next week we will run a marathon. No, <laughs> no. But when you run a marathon, I never run a marathon, so you can know that. But when you run a marathon, you need to keep light, you know. You, you don't run the marathon and you use a, like a jacket and a backpack. No, you, you keep light. If you see a marathon or watch a marathon on TV, you will see this, this person. They are not only training for the marathon, but they have light clothes. So they don't have boats or, or, or boots for, for run. They had special sneakers or, or shoes. And the Bible will talk about that. And, and Paul used many times this analogy about the race and about run. And he would say many times, run light. And we are talking about this. This is not a 100-meter a uh, race. It's not who, uh, how fast you, fast you can run. It's, it's about you need to finish uh, the line. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 and through 8, Paul will talk about this, about wrong light. And he will say, But what things were gained to me thus, do I count loss for Christ? Ye, uh, ye are doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count then, but done, that I may win Christ. So Paul say, all the things they will gain for me, now they are done. They are garbage. And if you read the, 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 you read the verse 6 and, and 5, Paul give all this uh, testimony about his life, all his degree. And he say, I am Pharisee. I am from this tribe. I am this and that. And, and he say, all this title, all this degree, all this training in my Jewish life, they are nothing in compare with the Lord. They are nothing. They are uh, dung. They are, they are uh, garbage because I want to win the Christ. I want to run this race. And he would say, if you want to run this race, you need to run light. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, uh, using the same analogy, the author here, he would say, 
Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And he would say the same thing, run light. Uh, the word here, or, the, or the, these two words, laid aside, it's put away. And the Bible says, if you want to run this race, this marathon, and this Christian life, you need to put away the weight. And the weight is talking about burden, obstacle, impediment, all that kind of thing. They make you slow in this race. But not only the weight. The Bible says the sin, uh, the transgression of divine command. Uh, all the sin, uh, and many times we try to run this race, the Christian life race, but we had a lot of weight in our in our back. Uh, we had a lot of bad habits, a lot of bad uh, things in our life, and we had sin in our life, sin in our heart. And you can race life if you had sin in your life. For that reason, it's very important to understand this race. You need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. We need to be. Uh, discipline, we need to have discipline in our life to race, uh, to run this race. Uh, this phrase from Abraham Lincoln, he said, discipline is chosen between what you want now and what you want most. Uh, and, and many times, running this race, we want to take uh, shortcuts. And dear brother, we are in the Christian life, and we need to run light, run light. I heard this phrase a couple of weeks, uh, days, uh, days ago. So in action, and you reap an avid. So you uh, use a saw an avid, and you reap a character. You sow on a character, and you reap a destiny. And it's very important to understand. We need to run this race. It's not an option for you or for me. You need to keep Running. We need to run. And it's very important to understand that. And what are we running for? So what are we, what we are running for? Paul say we want to see Jesus. We want to have the experience to see Jesus one day face to face. And that's our goal. Uh, like in Hebrews chapter 12, uh, we put our eyes in Jesus. We are looking him and we are running him because Jesus is the goal. We want to be there. But in the chapter 3, verse 8 through 10, he will give us four uh, explanations about why he was running this uh, race. And first thing we will see here, Philippians chapter 3, verse 8 through 10. Ye doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellence, excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but done, that I may win Christ. This is the first thing, win Christ. And be found in him. Second thing, found in him. Not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him. This is the third and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. The fourth 
conformable. So this morning, I want to share with you uh, what we are running, what Paul say about this race and what is the prize. He say, I'm running because I uh, want to win Christ. So you have the fourth thing here, to win Christ, to be found in Christ, to know Christ, and to be like Christ. And when Paul talk about win Christ, he's not talking about salvation. He don't say, okay, you need to run, and you need to keep moving, and you need to, to, to run because you want to be saved. No, no. If you are saved, you are running the Christian life. And this is very important. If you understand one day in your life uh, uh, about yourself, about we are sinners, we, have, we are separated by God, and that moment you understand only through Jesus Christ you can be saved. In that moment, when you accept Jesus in your heart, when you understand this, and you uh, understand only through Jesus Christ you can be saved, in that moment, you and me, we start to, to run this race. So when Paul said to win Christ, it's not talking about salvation. It's talking about relationship. It's talking about communion. In Psalms chapter 42, verse 1 through 2, the Bible says in Psalms 42, verse 1 through 2, As the heart panted after the water brook, so panted my soul after thee. O God, my soul thirsted for God, for the living God, we shall I come and appear before God. And, and Paul is talking about this. It's about talking about this fellowship, this communion with the Lord, this relationship with the Lord. And he say, I want to win Christ. I want to have more Christ in my life. And it's not talking about salvation. It's talking about this intimate communion with God. He say, all the things, all my, my treasures, all that, they are nothing in front of the Lord. I want to gain more from the Lord. I want to have more from the Lord. Uh, win Christ here does not mean salvation, but intimate communion with, with God. In Psalms 63, verse 1 through 2, the Bible says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsty for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. And I had a question for you and for me. You want more about the Lord? You want more, God, in your life? Or we are satisfied? And you can read many verses in the Bible when the Psalms, many of them, they talk about we want more about Jesus. We are like a deer in the desert trying to find water, 30 for the Lord. And you are 30 for the Lord? And Paul say, I, I, want, to win, I want to win Jesus. I want to win Christ. And in Psalms 25, verse 14, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will shew, shew then his covenant. And the word secret is talking about in, intimacy. And Many people had uh, some person trusting or some person very close and you share your intimacy. Well, the Lord say, we can be like that with him. He want to be 
our friend. He want to be close to us, and we can have that. For that reason, Paul say, I want, I want more about Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, uh, the Bible say, God, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are calling to this fellowship with the Lord, this relationship, this communion, this participation. And I put this word here. It's the word koinonia. In Spanish, we use the same word in Spanish, koinonia. And it's talking about this, this relationship, this communion, this participation with the Lord. And we are calling for that. He called you because he want to be with, he want to be with you. He called me because he want to be with me. So Paul say, I want <clears throat> I, I'm I'm running this race to win Christ, but I run in this race to be found in Christ. The second thing to be found in Christ. Philippians chapter three verse nine, and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. And Paul say, it's not about me. It's about him. And talking about righteousness, Paul, he had a lot of, you know, like a pedigree. You say that, pedigree? Pedigree. He had a good pedigree. Huh? He was a Jew. He was a, from the, this tribe. He was a, a Pharisee. And he had a pedigree. But he said, all the things, they are nothing. Because that's my own righteousness. I'm talking about the God righteousness. And Paul said, I want to be found in him. To be found in Christ. And, and here, he said, if somebody is trying to look at me, somebody is trying to find me, I don't want they found me. I want they found Jesus in my life. And for that reason, he was running this race because he wanted to be found in him. In John 3.30, the Bible says, John 3.30, he must increase, but I must decrease. Talking John the Baptist here, he say, he must increase, talking about Jesus, but I must decrease. And this is how we need to be every day. He, Jesus, must increase in our life. But I must decrease. Paul says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, and crucify, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, and crucify with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lived in me, and the life which I know, live in the flesh, I, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul say, I don't want to live more. I want to be found in him. And uh, that's the, the second thing we, why we uh, run this race. But the third thing, the verse 10, to know Christ. Verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. And Paul say, 
I want to be like Jesus. I, I want to be like Jesus, but I want to know him. And he's not talking about uh, a simple knowledge. He's talking about an experiential, an experimental knowledge. Know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. It is not just an intellectual knowledge. It is an experimental knowledge. Paul say, I know the Lord. I, I read the scripture. I memorize, I memorize the scripture. I know the Lord, but I don't want just an intellectual knowledge. I want experimental knowledge. I want experimental Jesus in my life. And he say, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. I want to experiment the power of God in my life. I want to experiment the power of God in, in my daily life. But not only that, I want to experiment and be part of his suffering. He say, I want to suffer like him, that injustice. And he say, this is part of this race. You don't only run this race to win Christ, to be like him. You don't run only to be found in Christ. You run to know Christ. And to be like Christ. The fourth thing, we run to be like Christ in his death, sacrifice. In the verse 10, in the last part, he say, conformable to his death. And how was the, the Jesus' life? He was a sacrifice life. And Paul say, I'm running because I want to win Christ, to be found in him, to know him, have this experimental experience in my life about the, the Christ, but I know I, I want to be like Christ in his death. And Paul is not talking about, I want to die in a cross like Jesus, but I'm sure he will, uh, uh, he will will to do that. But he said, I want to be like Christ in his death. I, I want to conformable, to conform, to be like him. Why? Because I want to live like him. And Paul said, I want to live like Christ. I want to die like him. I want to live this sacrificial life like Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10, and the Bible says, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. See, he say, I had all this uh, mark in my body, like in Galatians in chapter 6, verse 17, from henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the mark of the Lord Jesus. He say, I'm suffering like him. And I don't know if Paul was talking about the marks or, or many punishing he received for Christ, or he was talking because I'm suffering like Christ for others. I'm suffering for others. But we are running this race because we want to be like him. We want to be like him and his dad. We want to be faithful until the last moment in our life. And it's easy to start well. The problem is to finish well. And we are here in this Christian life and this uh, running this uh, race. It's not a 100-meter uh, race. It's a marathon. And it's not about... Uh, 
running fast. It's about finish well. And you want to finish well? You want to finish well? Paul say in 2 Timothy, I'm ready. I'm finished the, 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 the race. But you want to finish well? Somebody told me this story about the, when you are running a race, it's very important, the preparation. You can go the next day and say, okay, I wanna, I wanna, uh, I'm going to Boston to run this 21-kilometer uh, race. Uh, you can do it tomorrow. Uh, you need what? You need preparation. Uh, it's very important. I had a friend, he sent me an invitation. He said, hey, you want to come and, 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 and run this marathon the next week? And I said, you are crazy. <laughs> I can. I need a couple of years to preparation. <laughs> no, a week. So if you want to raise the Christian life, it's the same thing. You need to be prepared. And you need to be like Daniel's son a couple moments. You need to be with the grace of God every day in your life. And I remember this story about the race. One man was talking about a race, and he said, when you run a 21-kilometer race, you need to understand something. Not only you need to be prepared physically, you need to be prepared mentally, and you need to be prepared spiritually. And he say, why? I say, why? He explained that. He say, because the first 15 kilometers, you will run with your legs. Your legs, they are the most important moment, part of your body in that first 15 kilometers. You will start to run, and you will feel your legs, how they start to hurt your, to you. And in one moment, you will not feel your legs. And you will run, but your leg, they will start to don't respond to you. And you will like for energy running. In that moment, you will start to run the next uh, five kilometers with your mind. Your leg don't respond. You, you're running, but your leg, you don't feel your leg. But your mind starts to uh, have uh, uh, the, the more important uh, it, it taking the place important now. So you start to think about the race and, and your mind is focused on the race and you want to uh, finish the, the race. In that moment, many uh, think, uh, come to your life and, and, and question about why you are running, why you are doing this. You can be watching TV now. Why you are here? And your mind continue fighting with that uh, thought and you are running and your mind continue. But in one moment, you're, you're start to lose your mind. Because you don't feel your leg. You are so tired in your mind. And that last kilometer, you run with your heart. And it's your heart what is pushing you to the finish line. Because it's no more about your knowledge. It's not about you can do it or not can do it. It's about what you want. It's about what you love. And you continue that last kilometer running with your heart. And the Christian life is the same way. We are running this race. And sometimes you will use your legs. You're straight. You're young. You're young. You, you, had, you can wake up early and go to bed late. And you, you have your, your strength. But in one moment, they start to fail. In that moment, you need to start to run with your mind. And say, yeah, we can do it. I can do it. We can do it. 
And you will start to hear many voices around you saying, you can't. Why you are you doing that? You are too old. You are too carnal. You don't deserve this. And you were hearing all the time in your mind and you were r- trying to run the race. But in your mind, you had a lot of uh, a thought about you can't do it. And that moment is when you start to run with your heart. Why we are doing this? Because we want to finish well. I don't know, brothers, in one moment in your race, in the race you are. Maybe you are not running well. Maybe you had weight, you had seen in your heart. But today is the moment to say, Lord, forgive me for this. I want to run well. Maybe you are running, your legs don't answer you more. You are running with your mind and you are listening to a lot of stuff. Don't pay attention to that. Focus in Jesus. Or maybe you are tired because you are tired about everything you don't have, you want to give up. You need to run with your heart. Finish well. Finish well. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful church. I know, Lord, you had great things for them. I pray for them. I pray for Pastor Shaw, Lord. Men of God, we pray for them. God, thank you for your word. We want to finish well the race. Help us to finish well. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.